This is Street Talk with Chris Davies, helping you maneuver the road of real estate. Get up to speed with expert insights on the mortgage industry and your Northwest stomping grounds. Buy, sell, invest, and rest. Street Talk. Now, with this panel of industry insiders, here's Chris Davies. Seattle, good morning to the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to Street Talk. It's your radio show on all things real estate. Whether it's buying, selling, or financing, we're here to answer all of those questions for you. And I'm lucky enough to be joined by Rebecca Matsui from Keller Williams. Good morning, Chris. Go Hawks. Go Hawks is correct. <laughs> and also Mr. Patrick Crowthers from uh, Compass. Good morning, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. So the big news uh, of the week or of this week is uh, house prices and what they're doing. Uh, there was a big article in the, in the Times talking about what's gone on over the last three months mm-hmm. and uh, talking about how in Seattle uh, the median price has dropped $70,000. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts? We, we got knocked off the, the we top got, there. <laughs> we got knocked off the, the pedestal. Yeah, the pedestal, Vegas yes. is now the number one uh, price appreciating market in the country. Vegas. Vegas is. It came yeah. out this week as they well. They needed it. So Yeah. yeah they, got, they got hit hard. Yeah. Oh. That that in Arizona, but seriously, you start looking at this. Uh, listings in Seattle have sh- have surged to eighty six percent over the last year. Mm-hmm. In King County, sixty six percent. You're looking at the uh, median price uh, <clears throat> over the last month, having gone down thirty thousand dollars. Again, a, a decline three months in a row. Uh, What's your feeling on the market? How, how, what, what's the temperature there of the buyers? I mean, that's yes. the interesting, yeah. that's it's, the interesting point. You know, it's been really interesting. I don't know. I don't know about you, Pat, but I've had a few folks who you know were caught kind of right in the middle. A couple ready to list, and then a couple that were just on the fence with buying. And then this last three months has really kind of it's changed it a lot for the whole landscape of their plans and everything. I'm I mean, really enjoying it. To be honest, I, I love it too, but I feel bad for the sellers how can you feel bad to- for the sellers when their home has already appreciated so much over the past four years they've had opportunity and guess what they still do they're still up there you know with a major major win if they were to sell right now it's just it wasn't that craziness totally. ten offers everything like that but i'm more happy for the buyers because the buyers were they didn't have any options they had to give away every single right that they had and so now they can actually be a little more patient they can get into a home, especially if they're looking for a long-term home or a family home, yeah. or if they want to get back to that area that they grew up in. So I think it's a great opportunity. Um, it is a little stressful, and it is a big change, and then people don't know yeah. what's going to happen, you know, six months or a year, and they're they're starting to you know pull out their crystal ball and think they know everything. Right. But I think it's I think it's it needed to happen, and I think it's okay. And I think it's okay. I guess um, there are a few uh, investors and people I know that were in the middle of a flip, mm-hmm. not quite ready to list. And uh, one of them in particular had a stop work order and had to stop working for four months, and now they're ready to go. But um, you know, so much of the of what they were expecting to be able to make is gone. They're probably not going to make. They're going to break even or lose. Just closed on a, a flip over on Bainbridge that it was listed for about a, I think it was about one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars over what we got it for. Um, it was on the market, and they came in pretty much right when it started shifting. And so, yeah, there are people, and that's unfortunate. But yeah. you know, the thing is, there's always going to be somebody that it's it's harder for, or that doesn't win. And, and just the kind of people we are, we, we don't like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's no fun. But yeah. in general, overall, I think it's 
best for now. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, but I mean, what we're talking about is just the highs of the spring. If you still go year over year, you're still ahead of where you are, where you were last year, mm-hmm. depending on what market you're at. And there's still various pockets that are still doing extremely well. Right. So, you know, it's still going to sure. be uh, predicated by the zip code or where you're at, or what areas you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I think it's healthy. It's healthy to see a little bit of uh, a little bit, a little bit of it coming back to reality. Right. But you're still looking at tremendous appreciation. So, so for the people that have sat there in the homes for the last three to four years, they're still looking at a huge profit margin. Exactly. And obviously, if people bought in the spring and are looking to flip, uh, they may be a little bit more affected. But then that, that adjustment, they'll be able to ride it out. And one thing, I, you know, me and my business partner, Lisa, and I know without saying that Rebecca's the same way, is it was tough for us because you were telling what a home is worth and what it takes to get it and then saying, hey, this is what you have to do in order to get this house a few years ago. And it was kind of, it could be uncomfortable at some points. It did. Yeah, it got really uncomfortable. I mean, I did it to myself, so at least I could say, hey, I've done it as well. Right. I'm not just telling you to do this <laughs> and wave away your rights and everything. But um, but I'm glad that we're not having to do that because it doesn't feel right as an agent, as an advocate for a client to recommend them to do things that could put them at risk. But it, that's what we had to do in the last couple of years to get them the property. Well, people... you. The multiple offer situation has been going on for a few years. Mm-hmm. So if you were in the beginning phase of that where you did it two two years ago and you waived all your rights, so to speak, you still made out like gangbusters, mm-hmm. even at that point in time. I'd be curious. Uh, I mean, the number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Uh, once again, it's 844-TALK-101. I mean, the way that you look at it uh, from the buying groups that are out there, I'm sure that uh, some people are coming into the game going, gosh, you know what? We can negotiate a little bit harder. Uh, whether it be price or whether it be concessions. Yeah, it's been actually really refreshing to be so able to. <laughs> that, that, that changes that landscape a little bit yeah. more. And then I bet you that uh, there's some people there that are of the mindset, I'm going to go ahead and hang back a little bit. Yes. I want to see where the, where this uh, cycle bottoms out. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's people that are still have the wait and see, but they're moving cautiously. Yep. They, you know, in other words, there's a little bit... Uh, is there any other groups that you can potentially think of that's uh, happening out there to the buying to the buyers that you're dealing with? Well, I had a, I mean, in particular, I had a buyer who um, had made an offer on a property, and we were going back and forth. He was very stuck on the number that he felt comfortable with, and it it, it made sense dollars wise because of um, he was going to be able to rent out the basement apartment. And then it it took us you know a month or so to finally get the seller to agree to that. And by the time the seller agreed to it, my client said, you know. I don't know with with how it had changed. He actually decided to step away, and um, you know now that there's been more listings coming out after Labor Day, he's really happy that he did because, you know, I think some of those those sellers in that summer market were stuck on the spring prices, thinking that's what they were going to be getting. Absolutely, yeah. Again, so. I mean, when you look at it, you're talking about a when we say a surge in listings, it's just that the listings primarily are staying on the market longer. Right. It's not like that. It's not. I mean. It's the same thing, essentially, but there's 66% more in King County uh, compared to a year ago. And in the Seattle market, it's 86%. Uh, when you look at the uh, uh, the year increases by county, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, Pierce County's at 12.5%. That's still a pretty healthy clip. Right. Uh, Snohomish is at 8.2% and Kitsap is at 4.9% uh, year over year. So, again... National average uh, when you look when you look at the K Schiller index is about six point two. Mm-hmm. So 
depending on where you're at, even with that uh, 70,000 drop in the median price, Seattle is still on the plus side. Right. I mean, it may not be up to the national average, but it's still on the plus side when you go year over year. It's just that unfortunate blip of the last couple of months. Um, So condo markets, condo listings are up (laughs) enormously. Crazy up. And one thing I just want to hash back a little bit and then get to the condos is – Still, if you're looking to buy, it's smart to have two feet in. If you do see something you really, really like, that's what that's what we're here for. Right. You know? Yeah, don't – I mean, I think it's an opportunity. Yeah, I think this is an opportunity where you can actually find something that hopefully is going to be somewhat affordable and the mortgage rates are still – Excellent. And you might actually get to breathe a little bit and discuss with your agent the pros and the cons of this that particular property and, and what, you know, um, do it, do an in-home inspection and, and uh, you know, find out what's wrong what with those? it and be able, I know, and be able to ask for, you know, some of the items to be covered or your closing costs to be covered. So it's, 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 an, it's a nice tide. It's back to what it normally has been for most of my career. So I, I agree with you, Pat. I, I like it. I just, I do feel bad for a couple of the sellers that were just, it g- goes back to that whole, that my, my mentor told me many years ago, you make your money when you buy. And especially in this market, when you're looking to invest and flip um, or ha- have a shorter term uh, real estate investment, you really have to be cognizant of that and make sure you're making a wise purchase mm-hmm. if you're going to be flipping right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the the flipping market in general, I think, has taken a little bit of a hit just because the prices yeah. have shot up so much, so depending on what market you're in. But let's face it, it's no different than buying a stock in the stock market, expecting it to go up or sure. doing any sort of those longer-term investments. Yeah. Uh, but the bottom line is if you're in the market to buy a house, I mean, you're putting a roof over your head, you're either going to pay rent or you're going to buy. Right. Um, you know, the other interesting part of it, when you talk about commercial projects, uh, last year – when you're looking at the downtown area, there were 74, 75 commercial projects, you know, uh, uh, high-rise buildings, those types of right. things within the core of downtown Seattle. This year, it's 65. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, though, of that, 60% of those projects are apartments. Apartments, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, rents have flatlined. Yep. They're they're not going crazy like they were just a couple of years ago. So that's happening. So that's that's going to put pressure on the real estate market as well. Exactly. Because you have all these rentals coming to the market. So now there's even more options. I've been surprised to hear what people have been able to renegotiate when they're in signing their lease and decreasing their rent Mm -hmm. as opposed to their typical, you know, 5% or whatever those companies charge. The larger apartment buildings, you know, people I know have been able to negotiate lower rents to re-sign. And they're they're giving uh, you know first month rent rent free and all sorts of stuff right now. Like right? Stay, stay, don't yeah. go. Right. Well, I mean, again, having that longer term client in there, not having to re-rent the place, makes a lot of sense. Folks, would like love to get your perspective on uh, what side of the fence you're on as far as the buying. Uh, buying of real estate, the uh, number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, 844-TALK-101. We'll be right back. Some things go really good together. 
freedom and liberty, safety and security. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with reliability and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're a veteran or current service member looking to buy a home, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. There are so many wonderful benefits and opportunities available to our service members. If you have questions about how a VA loan could help you and your family, we would love to help. Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hey, it's Story Monson. I've been telling you for five years now about the wonderful people at 3010 Weight Loss for Life, the local weight loss program that has helped listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds. The 3010 program was created by healthcare providers, doctors and Clients love 3010. The doctors love it because they see their patients getting healthier as they lose that weight that burdens people's lives. The clients love it because they look better, they feel better, and the team at 3010, they're incredibly supportive. The nutritionists check in with you every week. They have healthy recipes. They make it delicious for you to lose that weight. And you also learn how to keep that weight off. 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Give them a call. Get started. Get down to your target weight. 3010 Weight Loss for Life, 855-843-3010. That's 855-843-3010. Or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. You're worth it. Hi, this is Patrick. And Lisa. And you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris Davies. We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope. We're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you. It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust with your local real estate team. Patrick. And Lisa. Give us a call at 206-954-3555. Again, 206-954-3555. Buying, selling, or or both. both. Your success is what matters most. Our connections can help. Patrick and Lisa, local experts coming together to help you find your place in the world. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com or give us a call at 206-954-3555. That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com. Sharing the latest news and exchanging insights on the mortgage industry and all things real estate, this is Street Talk. Now, with an ear to the pavement of our Northwest stomping grounds, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, We're talking about all a variety of things. We're talking about how the Seattle market has cooled. Uh, Specifically, uh, condos have cooled substantially. Uh, the number of listings compared to last year is about 160% more. Uh, average price of a condo last month was 415000 down from the record of 466 in the spring. Okay. But get this, 415 is still 11.3% higher than it was last year. So just shows you how much condos have gone up overall. Right. Um, and still, I think that uh, obviously with the uh, employment 
uh, with the tech sector, how many people are coming mm-hmm. or moving to Seattle. I think that's probably uh, what people are more apt to do. You, you're talking about single people primarily, younger, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're getting the studio, the one bedroom studio, something of that nature, and that uh, what, that's what's driving that market. I feel. Yeah, they, they want to be close to work. They want to be close to the action, to people, walkability. They don't want to have a car because parking and traffic is just insane in right. Seattle, as we all know. Um, so it makes a lot of sense for a lot of people, but there's a lot of condos out there and they were building a lot more. And as we discussed, they're actually building a lot more apartments as well. But I think that that's, um, it's something that's very important to somebody who's moving here from out of town is to get that condo. So we found a lot of transplants we're, we're purchasing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's amazing to me how many, how many people didn't have a car of the loans that I, of the loans that I did last year. I mean, a lot of people yeah. didn't have a car and make a lot of money. No, they make no, seriously. <laughs> it's, yeah, I make a half a million and have no car, <laughs> and I walk to work, or I want to take the bus or ride my bike to work. Yeah, so I mean, it it really is that it really is sort of the newer right. lifestyle. So right. it'd be interesting to see, uh, you know, what happens here moving forward. But again, the reality is that when you look at what's driving the economy here, with the with the employment sector, still. Uh, when you talk about um, inventory, it's still not excessive, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what, for us, it is, but when you look at what you know, a typical, compared to what we had, yeah, right? exactly. But we're still not up to what what you consider to be a healthy, robust, right? I mean, typically, what it's supposed to be about four months. Yeah, and I think if Seattle, when we get to that four months of supply, we, you know, that's when we were we're really hit hard. Other areas of the country, that's very can be very normal. As long as I've been in the business, which is almost eighteen years, when we have four months of supply, it's a downturn for us big time, because we always have had such a healthy compared to other areas of the country, a healthier um, inventory or lack thereof, I should say. A lot of people that are moving here that are pretty savvy in real estate and whatnot, they're, they're still buying, they're, they're fine with you know what's going on, the change. Like Even if it does slow down, which at a point it will slow down a little bit, Seattle's not going to get hit like other areas. Right. You know, there were other areas, just even in the in Washington, they got hit hard. Olympia, Puyallup, like, there's a lot of areas that got nailed. We're talking about Arizona and Las Vegas got hit as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's so much opportunity. There's so much commercial, commercial space and people moving here that... Um, you know, I don't. It's it's definitely not going to get hit. What you know, some of these other areas were. Well, I agree. I mean, Pierce County, I think, is just approaching the levels that the highs of two thousand seven, two thousand eight. At this point in time, obviously, there's pockets within Pierce County that are that have done better. Mm-hmm. But overall, as a, as an overall average throughout the county, I think they're just getting to that level now. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, King County, for example, has over has gone well beyond it. Right. So it you know it makes a little bit of a difference there. Um, <clears throat> so again, it's a it's a healthy market. It's moving in the right direction. I just think there's more opportunity. I think that people can take a little little bit of a breath at this point and you know evaluate the market and there's more choices out there. Right. Uh, it depends on what you're what you're trying to get out of it. Like for for somebody who's worried, well, what's the market going to be like in the next few years? I'm like, well, you just said you're buying your 10 to 15 year home that you wanted to, you know, be in through your kids' schooling, and and therefore it doesn't really matter as much for you. Uh, for people that are flippers, it absolutely matters. And so. You have to, you really have to understand what you're doing, how you're doing it, and make sure you have the resources in case something goes wrong. But it, you know, for someone if they're looking for their home that they want to, like I said, raise their family in. It's, it's going to go down a little bit. It's going to go up a little bit. Just make sure that at the end of the day, your, your payment 
Yeah, that's all. It's I really mean, about. with with for me, it's been people that are transplants that are that are not sure how long they're going to be here. I'll be here maybe three years, maybe five years. So I always want to make sure I know what their goals are and what their maybes are uh, when we're when we're looking. Because generally, with somebody like that, we're going to want to find a place that has some sort of upside potential mm. that they can be working on over that three to five years, so that they can, if they do decide to sell at the end of that time, that they're going to be able to you know recoup that. And I think that's a big part of what we do. We don't, we're not here to sell somebody a home. We're not here, like, we can't tell you what you like and dislike. You no. know, I love mid-century homes. My business partner is completely different. And my, my fiance is actually completely different than yeah. me. But what we do is we look for those things for resale value. How yep. can you build value or how could this be a problem in the future if it wasn't a seller's market right. that you could run into? Overall, though, the equa- overall, the equa- here's the, equa- the equation is owning a house does lead to more wealth. Right. So... That's number one. Number two, the people that have been on the fence, you know, the people that have been on the fence on the listing side, now that there's more inventory coming to the market, now you actually, if you, were, if you want to stay in the area, you actually have somewhere that you could potentially move to. Yeah, and contingent offers are on the rise. So you could actually do what you couldn't do in the last couple of years. We just did one. I, so did I. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, they're, they're actually very, they're not as, um, you, you obviously as a listing agent have to prepare that contingency listing properly, have it all ready, photos done, everything, and make sure you're pricing it right and prove to the other agent. But that's easy to do. Um, I mean, that's healthy because you uh, I don't know how many people I talked to on the loan side that yeah. were thinking, that, you know, gosh, we're good. We've, we've decided to refinance. We were thinking about selling, mm-hmm. but we decided to refinance mm-hmm. uh, because of the fact we, where we're going to move to. Mm-hmm. That was always the number one question. You know, if we sell our house now, it's so competitive out there, we can't find a house. Well, now it's the yeah. exact. Now yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. You can actually sell your house, like you said, do a contingent offer and not go through that stress because that can be stressful. Sure. So from that standpoint, that's a, that's a very healthy thing. The other aspect of it is mortgage rates. Mortgage rates have been relatively flat over the last four months or so. So you haven't seen much mm-hmm. movement up or down. I mean, uh, you know, mid fours, mid to high fours, somewhere in there, depending on what your personal scenario is. So based upon that, it's still, they're very competitive. So that's not going to be, you know, this time next year, it's going to continue to rise. Right. You know, the uh, jobs report came out. We'll get into that in the next segment, what that means for the economy, uh, what it means uh, as far as the Fed goes. The Fed's got mm-hmm. a few more meetings coming up this year. So there's, there's going to be a lot happening there. Those are, you know, what, what, do, what the Fed does and how that affects the longer-term uh, interest rates that are out there. So you, you piece all that together, then I think it's uh, it, now still a fantastic time to buy, regardless of what's going on out there. You just have to be a little bit more savvy uh, in relation to how you look at it and what you right, buy. Right, right. Folks, uh, number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, it's 844-TALK-101. abode domicile whatever name you call it i love helping families buy their home sweet home hi this is laura keel and now i have a new home introducing laura's home loans offering the personalized service you've come to know at laurashomeloans.com anything to do with a crib roost or homestead i can help just ask call one 1- 833-ASK-LAURA, Laura's Home Loans. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. 
Hey, it's Story Monson. You know my story at 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Four and a half years ago, I had 25 extra pounds, and in about five or six weeks, they helped me lose that and get down to my target weight. They are helping listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds collectively. They make it so easy for you to get down to your target weight. All you have to do is get started. Give them a call, 855-843-3010, 855-843-3010, or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. For decades now, when neighbors and families were ready to make a move, they'd call me. Hi, this is Laura Keel, and now it's time for me to make a move. Introducing Laura's Home Loans. When you're considering a reverse mortgage, refinance, renovation, or new home, please consider Laura's Home Loans. My family would be honored to offer you the personalized service we're known for. Just ask. Call one 1- 833 ask Laura. Laura's Home Loans. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. There is love and safety in a life plan, and a thorough life plan addresses your health, housing, finances, and family. Know your options. See life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich at Aging Options Live. This is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich inviting you to join me at the next Aging Options Live event, where I will show you how to create a coordinated life plan. Aging Options Live. Find the details at agingoptions.com. Know your options. Agingoptions.com. When picking a real estate broker, customer satisfaction is key. Hi, this is Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. When buying or selling a home, there's a lot to consider, and you've got a lot on your mind. As your real estate broker, it's my job to get the information that's right for you. Your interests are of interest to me. Now, there's a great deal of technology and information out there, but it takes a human touch to bring those numbers to life and close the deal. We'll utilize today's state-of-the-art tools, Keller Williams industry experience, and as a Seattle native, I know our stomping grounds like the back of my hand. I've also been honored with the Seattle Magazine Award for Best in Client Satisfaction. I'm Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. Get first-class real estate service from me and my team. Call 206-935-6262. Again, 206-935-6262. If you're buying or selling, I'm here to help. 206-935-6262. Buy, sell, invest, and rest. When it comes to the mortgage industry and real estate, know the ropes, the ins and outs, and all the curves. This is Street Talk with Chris Davies with a panel of industry insiders here to take your call. Now, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies. Welcome back to Street Talk. Let's go to the phones and talk to uh, Don. Good morning, Don. Chris here. What's your question this morning? Well, good morning, sir. If you don't don't mind me giving a preface, Uh, um, I'm I'm a... I, I have a radio show, uh, KLAY, 1180 AM, uh, Tacoma's uh, radio station, uh, Thursdays from 4 to 5. So that's what I, I do a similar thing. But what I'd like to promote is it's better to rent your home, make it a rental, and then go ahead and buy your next home. Over time, my wife and I have four homes that are paid off. We own them because we've made them into rentals. It went on to buy our next house over the years. Well, I think, obviously, from a wealth-building standpoint, if you can afford to uh, rent your property out and not have to tap into the equity, uh, then I think that's a fantastic way to go. 
you know, obviously today in today's market with the first-time home buying programs that are out there, you can buy a home for as little as 3% down, uh, some with no income restrictions, some that allow you to own real estate. You just, just cannot be owner-occupied. From that standpoint, I think it's a great idea as long as you do it astutely uh, in a in a in a wise fashion, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's a cash flow thing and a lifestyle thing. Uh, there's a lot of people that just don't want to stomach that. That don't want to have the stress. I mean, here in Seattle, the tenant laws are just insane in favor for the tenants. So it depends. You have to know your stuff. Um, and also have the cash flow in case something does happen. It's been very hard to purchase in the last, you know, three, four years, especially in getting positive cash flow. I mean, you're at least 25, yeah. 25% down um, in most situations. Um, but I'm a big believer, sir. I, you know, I purchased a rental property over in Kingston right by the ferry in November, rented it out. I love it. And that's what my goal is too. It, and so I'm right there with you. I do think it's a, it's a lifestyle thing and um, you really have to have the stomach for it as well. And again, you make your money when you buy. Well, I, 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 yep. I, I'm up here. I'm up here in King County today doing a little work, but I have a home that we're selling for eight hundred ninety-five thousand, but it was a rental for the last five years. So our our client was able to uh, capture that market when it was ripe, when it was good for selling. Absolutely. Uh, and but meanwhile, and that's how he did it, but. My preference is to have paid-off properties, and I try to help people with that. Just hang on to it. Over time, it pays off. No, again, great points, Don, and I uh, I think that getting people to a point where they can own their properties free and clear, uh, obviously everybody would like to be in that position. Most people aren't. (laughs) Most people people aren't. Appreciate the call very much. Um, So from that standpoint, you know, it's a good perspective. It's also a good idea to get people... Uh, to call in and, and talk about things like that. But, you know, my belief is that unless you're debt-free, right. the mortgage is the last thing you pay off. I agree. Smart debt is important. I, I learned that the hard way when I, um, I'm not going to say the name, took a class by somebody who basically told us to credit, cut up all our credit cards and do things, you know, completely different and pay cash for everything. And I will say that that actually really harmed me. And when I learned... Again, that leverage was important, and you have to have a credit card, even though I have a credit card, but I pay it off every month. But you have to have those things to be able to, and smart debt is part of that, um, to be able to, to leverage yourself to, to having the lifestyle that you want in your retirement years. Well, unfortunately, it's human nature. When, when something happens, when an event happens, you get punched in the stomach. You don't want to get punched in the stomach again. So yeah. if you buy a house, you lose $200,000 on that house purchase, you're going to be a little bit gun-shy yes. about purchasing the next house. Right. You have a credit event where you get five credit cards, max them all out, takes you 10 years to pay them off, or you have some other sort of credit event, whether it be a bankruptcy or something of that nature. Sure. Your inclination is to not do anything at all. I'm gonna. I'm never gonna get a credit card again. Right. Whereas that will actually create harm. It did for me. Yeah. Because it took you me ha- a while to build my credit back up. Yeah. Yeah. I be- had credit score in the 800s before, and then a, you know when I ha- after I had done that for a few years, I was in the low sixes. And, but so you want to diverse, diversify. You want to have, you know, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So putting everything towards a rental, I don't believe in. I do believe in mm-hmm. rentals. And I do want to continue to uh, grow my portfolio. I think that that's important to me. Yeah. But I also have the um, the knowledge and the resources that if if I need something done at the apartment, at the, um, at the home, I personally don't even manage it. I hire a management company because yeah. I don't want to deal with that because that is, it's tough. 
Right. And you can have a you can have an angel as a tenant or you can have the devil as mm-hmm. your tenant. And you don't know what you're going to get and all of a sudden they leave you trash your home, get out like you need to be okay and understand that that is a possibility. Right. Well, and the, and the also, I mean, the speculation when you bought the house in Kingston, you got the passenger foot ferry that's that's coming there. That could cre- increase the demand for properties there. Mm-hmm. The commute from Kitsap to Seattle, it's not much different than driving from, you know, uh, oh yeah, more and more people are doing it to to Seattle. I mean, it's it could, or uh, from you know last week, I think from Renton to Bellevue, it was an there was an accident. One hour, ten minutes. Going yeah. north. I live in downtown Bellevue, and my, my last office was in Bellevue as well, and it could take me 20, 25 minutes to get to Just my to office. Just to get to your office, From yeah. Bellevue to Bellevue. Which is why I you know, stopped driving to my South Lake Union office from West Seattle, and I, I got my own office in West Seattle, and I have a five-minute commute. Yeah. So. No, I, 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 I agree in many ways, and, and people that do it right, they can capitalize in a major way. My, my aunt and uncle were able to retire from taking, um, taking on real estate and mm-hmm. having rentals. So the, the, the gentleman called earlier is not wrong or right necessarily in my eyes. It's just it depends on the person. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go to the phones and talk to uh, Martin. Martin, Chris here. What's your question this morning? Yes, there are uh, a lot of uh, large lots in uh, in Olympia, five acres improved with homes for five hundred thousand dollars, and I'm, and nothing's moving. I'm wondering, uh, do you anticipate any growth uh, in, in Olympia that would uh, absorb that market? That's a great question. I mean, uh, the the growth that's occurred here in King County or in the Seattle market is obviously driven by the employment sector with companies like uh, Amazon, uh, Google, Facebook, uh, Expedia. They're all expanding and hiring more people, bringing people in from out of town. And it's created uh, a little bit of a fury, so to speak, in relation to the, to the market the last couple of years. Uh, in relation to Olympia, I can't say that I'm uh, – that's not necessarily my knowledge base. So five-acre parcels for $500,000 – you know, you find that people are commuting to Seattle from Cleelum, right. from uh, the uh, east side of the uh, state. Uh, the problem with Olympia commuting north, obviously, is going to be the traffic. Is So if they're staying within that market, I think it's probably a good deal. But uh, with what's going on here, I think the, the effect of the, the slowdown can be felt in, other, in, in the less busier areas, if that makes sense. Do you see? Do you, are you seeing a lot of? Uh, is there a lot of parcels like that, Martin? Oh, there's uh, four just in my area. Yeah, it looks like um, I'm just pulling up the stats here from the MLS. And in January in Olympia, there was about 1.9 months of inventory, and uh, now in August, as of August, it was it's three months. So it's definitely skyrocketed over the last couple of months, um, yeah, slowing so- down a little bit. Which means that uh, it's going to be one of those things. Those prices, are, if those if those properties are sitting, just like what we're seeing here with some of the properties that are sitting, the prices are going to have to come down. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they won't stay there forever if the if the if the uh, listing time is three months or the inventory time, or you got three months worth of inventory. Right. Uh, hopefully, uh, they'll sell. But hey, give us a call uh, over the next couple of weeks and let us know how they're doing. If they once they do sell, I'd be curious to see what they sell for. Sound good? Thank you. Thank you, Martin. Uh, folks, the number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, it's 844-TALK-101.
some things go really good together, like a hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer-upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good Together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hey, Story Monson. I've been telling you for five years now about the wonderful people at 3010 Weight Loss for Life, the local weight loss program that has helped listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds. The 3010 program was created by healthcare providers. Doctors and clients love 3010. The doctors love it because they see their patients getting healthier as they lose that weight that burdens people's lives. The clients love it because they look better, they feel better, and the team at 3010, they're incredibly supportive. The nutritionists check in with you every week. They have healthy recipes. They make it delicious for you to lose that weight. And you also learn how to keep that weight off. 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Give them a call. Get started. Get down to your target weight. 3010 Weight Loss for Life. 855-843-3010. That's 855-843-3010. Or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. You're worth it. Hi, this is Quasi with John L. Scott and the Quasi Homes team. As a real estate agent, I love helping my clients make the most of their investment. When you are selling a fixed upper, a teardown, or buildable land, you not only want to make the most for your property, you have so many other factors to consider. Can the buyer get financing? Do I want a bunch of people walking through the property? How long will it take to close and get my money? And that's where I come in. Strategy and experience are critical with these types of properties. I'll help you measure your options, hammer out the details, and get the best value. If you are considering selling your fixed upper, teardown, or buildable land, give me a call. 206-854-4132. That's 206-854-4132. This is Quasi with John L. Scott. Start by investing in experience and strategy. All conversations are confidential. Call 206-854-4132. Maneuver the road of real estate. Now, back to Street Talk with Chris Davies. Welcome back to Street Talk. It's your real estate show on all things real estate. Here's a quick uh, update for Martin on the Thurston County market. Median price last year was two seventy two five. It's up to two ninety five now. So about an increase of about uh, eight to nine percent. And I think the average price was uh, similar as well in its uh, increase. So again, it's a pretty healthy. It's a healthy market. It's above the national average. And it's still clipping along very nicely. Um, let's go to the phones and talk to Mark. Uh, good morning, Mark. Chris here. What's your question this morning? Good morning. Hey, I uh, just bought a property in Chelan in January last year. We used it as a VRBO, but I'm wondering, should I be getting uh, shaky knees right now? Or 
Well, I mean, I think based on what you've what you got for that property, what sort of uh, income you received on it, I think you'd you'd be in a better position to answer that question. And whether or not you can um, rent it out month to month versus going with the uh, vacation rental idea. I mean, uh, how did the property do for you in the last uh, few months? And where's the pro- is the property on the lake? Is it uh, a secondary lot? What kind of property is it in Chelan? Well, it's a property up above the lake, so it's not on a lake. It's got a beautiful view of the of the vineyards, and it has done really well. It's our first year, of course, renting it out, and we've uh, almost paid for the mortgage for the year in about. Uh, Two and a half months. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, we'll, we'll so, leave it at that, sir. <laughs> yeah. So in that case, I would just keep doing what you do. You, you could even afford for it to slow. You could, you could, you could, you can afford for it to go in half. And, right. And, and you're talking about a rent. You're talking about you own it and you're renting it out. A lot of people, when they, when you know the market slows down, they're going to sell their second property, but they still want to go out on vacation. They still want to go do things. So you're still going to be in a good position where you're going to have people wanting to rent this out. And if you can, you can pay your mortgage in even one quarter, let alone two and a half uh, months. You're good. And I think you might actually have a really good, if you're looking out over the vineyards and if you have, I've, I've also run a vacation rental property and having a theme for it. So I don't know if you've already done that, but when you're in your marketing of it and in your decor, having a wine country theme and having like pamphlets there showing people what wine um, tours they can go on, the, you know, renting the, the, you know, limos to be able to go to the different wineries. I think you've, you've, uh, sounds like you've got a great, um, Erner there. Yeah, and I think if you don't, if you're not on the lake, having a perch or an eagle view of the valley of yeah. of the lake in of itself, I think that's, a, that's I think that's very desirable. And uh, you know what's going on in relation to the price when we're talking about price activity, what's going on here in King County? That really the 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 vacation rental market is not necessarily going to be affected by that. Right. right. And I think that a vacation rental is mm-hmm. awesome for the for two reasons. One, if you plan on using it too, because if you use yeah. it, you're getting enjoyment out of there. And if you have someone else paying for your enjoyment, that's even better. Exactly. And having something that increases in value. Yeah. So number one, I'd say great job on uh, selecting the right kind of property and keep it up with little that we know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate yep. it. Um, so let's go to the phones again and talk to Andy. Andy, it's Chris. So what's your question? Hi, Chris. Hey, not so much a question. I'd like to thank you for having a great show and some really good advice this morning. Oh, thanks. Um, I've been a broker for 44 years, and uh, real estate not only is my love, it's almost my religion. <laughs> I've watched this over the course of half of a century, and I want to make this point. I've seen things double four times since 1975. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, which most people aren't aware, and I think they should be, that this market, at least certainly in the rural areas, have been heavily, heavily manipulated by King County. They get the vast majority of their income from property taxes, and they learned long ago that if they mess with the supply side, it's simple economics. The price goes up. Um, they downzone the rural areas. I mean, to get a permit in either Seattle or King County is unbelievably expensive, and really it shouldn't be. Um, they've hurt a lot of people, older people whose taxes are now higher than the original mortgage payments. Few people under 40 out here in the rural sector can even dream about living in the communities that they grew up in. 
And uh, people need to be aware that there's more going on here than just a normal market. Um, For instance, from the small stream, King County set 200-foot setbacks. Yeah, I... It is an absolute abuse of private property rights. And we all get hurt through high taxes. Our kids won't be able to live in our communities. And um, I beg that people keep their eyes open and look at this. You know, many of these politicians in King County are uh, really abusing their authority and hurting many people. Yeah. I I appreciate the uh, the uh, input, uh, Andy. I mean, honestly, the the regular we talk about this. We talk about it a few times with what regulators think or what their point of view is, and sometimes what they do is they they sort of take this this idea, not necessarily have a lot of knowledge on it, and they take they take a book approach to it. Right. You know, for example, you know we've 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 spoken about the head tax that Amazon went through and how how. Uh, debilitating it could have been, yeah. and also what, what what the negative effects of that is. It means overtaxation, basically. So when you talk about the regulation, I mean, the 200-foot step back from a stream, if you have all these wetland issues, I mean, you, you see a lot of that. I mean, not not too far from Seattle, whether it be Kirkland, Bellevue, the, there's little, uh, you know, wetlands there, mm-hmm. little streams there, whether they impact the environment. I mean, what you have to go through to go through that permitting process? Insane. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. So that's a great point. You know, so you talk about oh, there's not enough property, not enough. You know, it's because of all these hoops you have to jump through. So if you want to start with allowing, you know, they're, they're talking about the upzoning, allowing properties to be more dense. Right. Well, allow the permit process to be a little bit more simplified. That would make sense as well. Um, Folks, the number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, 844-TALK-101. Some things go really good together, like a hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer-upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hi, this is Patrick. And Lisa. And you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris Davies. We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope. We're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you. It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust as your local real estate team. Patrick. And Lisa. Give us a call at 206-954-3555. Again, 206-954-3555. Buying, selling, or or both. both. Your success is what matters most. Our connections can help. Patrick and Lisa, local experts coming together to help you find your place in the world. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com or give us a call at 206-954-3555. 
That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com. When picking a real estate broker, customer satisfaction is key. Hi, this is Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. When buying or selling a home, there's a lot to consider, and you've got a lot on your mind. As your real estate broker, it's my job to get the information that's right for you. Your interests are of interest to me. Now, there's a great deal of technology and information out there, but it takes a human touch to bring those numbers to life and close the deal. We'll utilize today's state-of-the-art tools, Keller Williams industry experience, and as a Seattle native, I know our stomping grounds like the back of my hand. I've also been honored with the Seattle Magazine Award for Best in Client Satisfaction. I'm Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. Get first-class real estate service from me and my team. Call 206-935-6262. Again, 206-935-6262. If you're buying or selling, I'm here to help. 206-935-6262. Sharing the latest news and exchanging insights on the mortgage industry and all things real estate, this is Street Talk. Now, with an ear to the pavement of our Northwest Stomping Grounds, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, one thing we haven't discussed yet is the fact the jobs report came out on Friday. So regarding the economy, jobs added, that type of thing, normally sets the table uh, as far as interest rates go. Uh, this jobs report was pretty positive. Uh 201,000 jobs added. Unemployment remains at uh, 3.9%. Uh, the 10-year Treasury uh, bumped up a few basis points, and that uh, d- that's primarily what drives the 30-year mortgage rate. So you saw that t- tick up slightly. So more importantly, though, with what the jobs report is doing, the average for the year is about 207,000 of jobs added per month. Last year, in 2017, the number of jobs added per month was about 189,000. Why am I talking about this? Well, the Fed has more meetings coming up. So the likelihood of another Fed increase in the short-term interest rates, it's extremely high. I would Mm -hmm. expect that the short-term rates would be increased again in September as well as December. So for those of you that have HELOCs, for those of you that have rates that are connected to the prime rate, Whenever the Fed raises that rate a quarter point, it'll flow right through to prime and it'll go up a quarter Affects point. Affects you immediately. And it, it's, all, it's going to be almost immediate. So you have uh, essentially a half point in interest rate increases to look forward to for the re- remainder of this year. And that means they're pretty much going to be on target for three to four increases next year. So when you start to look at that… Eek. Eek, right? <laughs> and that doesn't take into account the increases that, that we've already seen. So for those of you, we're starting to see some activity. Even if people have an have a interest rate in the threes, there are people out there that have a hundred, $200,000 HELOCs that are either coming due based on the 10-year, you know, that, the 10-year draw period's coming to an end. And now they have to refinance it. Well, you start to look at what the uh, blended rate is. For second mortgage compared to the uh, first mortgage, they're still better off doing one loan right? Uh, at a lower overall rate than going with a higher rate on the second and having that lower rate on the first. So you got to be careful. That's where you have to, you know. So yeah. those of you out there with large HELOCs, call Chris to get refinanced. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> give, give us a call at Laura's Home Loans, 833-ASK-LAURA, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's 
it's it's sticky. That's what I'm saying. Buying right now is 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 optimum when you yeah. look at the interest rate environment. We're talking about refis. Um, you know, I have some SDA friends that uh, have just been holding <laughs> on to their property, didn't refi, and they have about honestly about fifty percent equity in their home, if not more. They've got a lot of equity, and they're still paying PMI, and they think that something changes or they, th- there's some reason why they're not connecting with with you with a mm. um, with a uh, LO. It doesn't matter. I don't know, but they need to understand what they can do, what their options are, because they're just wasting money, throwing away money. Well, it's so true. And the other part of it is, if it's an FHA FHA product where the where they did the FHA purchase loan uh, with three and a half percent down, the uh, mortgage insurance on FHA is life of life loan. Life yeah. Mm-hmm. So typically, that adds about. A point to a point and an eighth to the rate. So if you have a three and a half interest rate on an FHA loan, it's actually going to be in the mid fours when you take the mortgage insurance into account, add it to that payment, right. and then re- recalculate what the interest rate is. It is actually going to be about a point higher than that. Yeah, I so, really appreciate when you're counseling our buyers that you explain all of that to them. You know, the whole knowledge is power. We know how absolutely. you feel about that. So I mean, it's really important that they know that. And that's where the conventional loan is going to be a lot better. On the conventional loan, you can use appreciation to drop the mortgage insurance. It, it is cancelable. Um, there are a few caveats to it, which we can get to, or people can just give us a call at uh, Laura's Home Loans. We'll, we gladly share the information with you on how to drop the mortgage insurance if you're on a conventional loan and you have the established equity. Uh, you, typically, on uh, conventional loans, you have to pay mortgage insurance for the first two years. After that, you can jump through some hoops to get it dropped right. if you've established. Can I throw a hypothetical at you? Yeah. Five years, own the home five years. You bought it for 200 It's worth 300 now. Conventional 5% down, and you're still paying PMI. Uh, basically, he doesn't have to refinance. I think you're making an example out of somebody you yeah. know. <laughs> well, a couple what? of my chucklehead friends. Yeah, so what he should do, he should call the servicer. Yep. And say, I want to, I want to drop mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, the servicer will say, we're going to go ahead and pay for an appraisal. They're going to appraise the property. Uh, once they show that there's 20% equity, they'll drop the mortgage insurance. It's really that simple. You pay, Pretty simple. yeah, you're paying for the cost of the appraisal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because of the fact that he's been there five years. Uh, depending on the mortgage insurance company, if you're, if you're there between years two and five, uh, some mortgage insurance companies require tw- require 25% equity to drop the mortgage insurance, and then it drops to 20% after five years. Mm-hmm. So that way it doesn't get dropped too soon because of the cycles in the market. Do you know how many people are just wasting money, just wasting money every single day because they don't take advantage of these things? And I get it. Right. There's a lot of people that don't take care of their credit, that don't take care of this kind of thing. And, and I've been there before one way or another, and I get it. But I think that um, people really need to reach out and just find out. And if it's no, it's no. It's and no. If, and yeah. if you need to do something and it's going to take a little more time, that's fine as well. Get on that one-year plan or exactly. whatever it is. Oh, well, it's not much different than buying two or three coffees a day every day, <laughs> right? going to the coffee shop. Pat, I think you have a listing. Why don't you go ahead and tell the folks out there about it? I do, absolutely. And it's located on the beautiful Bainbridge Island. I don't know who all is familiar, but if they have not been there, they need to take a look. It is an amazing place. A little biased. I'm born and raised, mm-hmm. but it is a beautiful place just 35-minute ferry ride from downtown Seattle. There's so many people that live on Bainbridge, have a very uh, different lifestyle than they do in Seattle, and uh, they still work in Seattle. My father's been commuting for 30 years from uh, downtown Bainbridge to Seattle. So this is uh, located at 6679 Northeast Hanks Lane. That's 6679 Northeast Hanks Lane on Bainbridge Island. MLS number is 134 zero zero five two and it's uh located near gasm lake it's about 10 minutes away from the ferry 
It was built in 1993, but has some uh, great renovations that were done in uh, 2008 and 2009 and 2011, actually. 2,500 square feet on two and a half acres. Ooh. Two and a half acres, you guys. Privacy all around with great natural light. It is a beautiful home, very meticulous owners. It has a very nice detached garage with a loft above it. Plenty of room for you to, you know, I mean, you could fit more than two cars in there. And then once again, that unfinished uh, um, loft space. So lots of great opportunity. Give me a call if you'd like to come take a look at it. 206-701-4487. That's 206-701-4487. Fantastic. And Rebecca, how do people get a hold of you? Yes, you guys can look me up at my website, firstclassseattle.com, or give me a call at 206 935 6262. Again, that's 206-935-6262. And folks, obviously, if there's mortgage questions, loan questions, uh, general questions uh, about how to go about buying something, whether it be a rental, whether it be your primary, uh, second home, uh, give us a call at uh, Laura's Home Loans, which is uh, 833-ASK-LAURA. If you want to reach me directly, uh, my number is 206-856-5438. Days, MLO 105695, Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity.